0: What's up? I'll leave you alone forever now. You know this one girl with hair like this? Yes, that's Ramona Flowers. She's out of your league. You know her? Tell me now. She just moved here, got a job at Amazon. I have to order something really cool. Scott, are you waiting for the package you just
1: ordered? Maybe. Got Pilgrim? Hi, I was thinking about asking you out, but then I realized how stupid that would be. That's okay, you just need to sign for this, all right? So do you want to go out sometime? I say yes, will you sign for your damn package? So yeah, eight o'clock? Come to this Battle of the Bands thing. You have a band? Yeah, we're terrible. One, two,
0: three, one! Mr. Pilgrim! I'm Ramona's first evil ex-boyfriend. Yeah. What?
1: Wait, we're fighting over Ramona? Didn't you get my email explaining the situation? I skimmed it. Mm mm. What was that all about? If
0: we're gonna date, you may have to defeat my seven evil exes. So, what you're saying is we are dating? I guess. Does that mean we can make out? Sure. Scott Pilgrim! to feel the wrath of the League of Evil Exes.
1: Ramona dated twins. At the same time?
0: If you want something bad, you have to fight for it. Step up your game, Scott. Combo! Break out the L word. Lesbian? The other L word. Lesbians? <laughs> are you doing? Getting a life. You want to fight me for her? Why on earth would you want to do that?
1: Because I'm in love with her.
0: Scott Pilgrim versus the world.
1: Maybe next time we don't date the girl with 11 evil ex-boyfriends. Okay.
0: Oh, that's not that bad. So what we're going to talk about here, uh, Tron, we're going to talk about a little um, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. This is a it's movie. one of the
1: best movies I've ever seen.
0: Yes. This is a movie. For me personally. This is a movie that has existed pretty much for the duration of our friendship, sir. Yeah. And um, it's his 10th anniversary. So I want to give it a rundown. For those who've not seen it, it is available on Netflix currently. So get that ass over there. Check it out. Here's the um, quick synopsis, if you will. A bass guitarist uh, for a garage rock band, uh, Scott Pilgrim, played by Michael Cera, has never never had trouble getting a girlfriend. Usually the problem is getting rid of them. But Ramona Flowers, played by Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, skates into his heart. He finds she has the most troublesome baggage of all, an army of ex-boyfriends who will stop at nothing to eliminate him from her list of suitors. That's the plot of this movie. Start, it's, it's simple, but it's not. Care to add to it? Because I don't know if it does it justice. It just seems like, oh, huh, man, this is just like a bad rom-com. Yeah. When you just say the synopsis, it's not.
1: It doesn't add anything to it. But if you put, you know, like, hey, it's a graphic novel and mm-hmm. this and that, like it adds more to it.
0: So it's, the, uh, it's directed by Edgar Wright. It's um, a graphic novel from Brian Lee O'Malley. Mm-hmm. And um, he's Canadian, I believe. Yes. It's a very Canadian movie. Yeah, I, I never I mean, thought about it before. Most of the people yeah. in the Canadian yeah, yeah and uh even some of the stuff that's a little like that hasn't quite aged well, we might talk about that a little bit. Um it's still kind of like, but it's Canada though. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if Scott Pilgrim took place like in New York, I, it would be rough. I wouldn't
1: think I wouldn't like it that much, to be honest with you. Yeah. It has to have that same feel. It felt like it was
0: not of this country. <laughs> like you yep. said, it's very, it feels different. So one of the, the things when you watch this movie and, and we're going to like kind of go over it and give our feelings and our takes and some our, um some of the things that we've learned out of it. So here's the thing. This movie is fucking loaded in terms of a cast. Yes. Um, you have Michael Sarah in it, who I think, and, I, and I'll say my opinion about it, but I think that Michael Sarah's career took a step back after this. Wasn't
1: he in? What was he in? Uh, wasn't he like kind of the punchline for "This Is the End"? Though, yeah. After like, was that right after this, or this is a, a it was couple a, of years it was after? Like three this. years after, I think. Right.
0: Um. But really, hasn't been in a lot. And I think he's kind of been more of a music guy. Really. Yeah, I think that's what he he does now. He's a but music why? guy. Maybe he played the instruments in Scott Pilgrim was like, yo, I want to fucking
1: I mean, okay. be a music I'll, guy. I'll, I'll, I'll die for it. That's fine.
0: But the cast includes, as you know, pre- uh, previously mentioned, Michael Sarah. We have Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, who I'm going to. So as I name the people, mm-hmm. let's try to play this game. What, they, what were they in afterwards? What would someone know this person from? I have to play this game with my girl sometimes because she's like, I don't know who the fuck that is. I'm like, you know, guy, she does his bit. You know, person from Thing? And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying. There's a lot of things. Absolutely. (laughs) I have no idea what that is. That's how we do movie trivia at the old Lord Lee household. So I'll name the person Mm -hmm. and name something that someone may have seen them in. All right. So we have um, Mary Elizabeth the Weinstead. Any any idea what she... Oh, you already... I'm blanked on that shit. The Thing remake. She was the lead. She was was awful. But she was the lead. It was a movie that did very well. I mean, no, it didn't. And the movie came out. I mean... Yeah,
1: that movie's awful. It didn't do well. It I don't even like the original thing. I'm sorry. No. I said it.
0: Oh, you're, you're I said it. You
1: are brilliant. I said it.
0: Okay, she was in Harley Quinn as well.
1: That oh, was, yeah. She was okay. That movie's awful too. That's but, a bad movie. But, you know, I guess... Should we, can we say that? She was in
0: 10 Cloverfield Lane. She was I, in actually like that. I, actually, I actually like that. I actually like
1: that. Not Gemini, man. That was...
0: No. She was in Abraham Lincoln vibe, Vampire. She's been in some like bad that.
1: movies. But those are like... On that line of campy, like, cult following, like, you can really get entertained by those movies. Yes. It's on that line.
0: And I'm only going to do things that they've been in after to show you yeah. their career I mean, that makes after. sense. Um, Karen Culkin. Uh, he's currently um, in succession on HBO. And he is fire in that show.
1: I've never seen. He's that. an
0: asshole. He's
1: great. never seen. It. What is that
0: about? Um, it's about a corporate takeover of a, it's, it's about um, a family that wants to. It's kind of like Hamlet. I think they. Oh, okay. The, the the dad of this big media mogul, played by Brian Cox, he's gonna hand over the company to one of his kids, and it's pretty much that. And he's like, nah, I'm just gonna keep it. It's gonna keep it. So it's like White Empire. A little bit, but it's fire. It's fire. I shit you not, Karen Culkin is fire. It's. I mean. Watch it.
1: So I need to watch The
0: it. way that he just, how he is in Scott Pilgrim lays the foundation for how he is and fucking, except for the gay component of it. <laughs> it's just him being an asshole. Yeah. In the worst way possible. Like he had one point where he's with a dude that looks like Greg at this training program, and the guy's just doing his thing. He said, like, Oh, vegans kill. It's so fucking funny. He calls people normos if they don't have money. What? Yes. God, that's a good it, asshole. It's really good. It's really that's good.
1: an asshole thing to do. But go ahead. Um. Yeah, Chris Evans. Obviously, you know, Captain America. You have Avengers an- you
0: have Anna Kendrick. I like her. Yeah.
1: It's Frozen, right? Uh, My which one am I getting mixed up?
0: I uh, might be Frozen. Um, but Anna Kendrick. Live action. She's in a bunch of shit. Pitch Perfect. Those movies. I mean, um, and Into the Woods. People love those movies. She's my age. Uh, didn't know she was that washed. Really? Yeah. What did she call her washed? Yes. Yeah. Um, Brie Larson. Captain Marvel. Alison Pill. She was Kim Pines. She was on, I think, News She's road. in a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. She was in um, the, the uh, Trump season of American Horror Story. Yeah. Uh, we have um, Aubrey Plaza.
1: Parks and Rec, all that good stuff. Uh, we like her. We like her.
0: Brandon Ralph. <laughs> this is This is post Superman, though.
1: I understand, but I'm gonna get on my soapbox for a Go second. Ahead, spin it. <coughs> he is. No, I'm not. Okay, ahead, I won't be that it. extreme. No, spin it. I really liked him as Superman. I don't think he was the problem with Superman. The story. Was the, the story problem. was his problem, and the casting was the problem. Yeah. It wasn't him. He was fine. He was like, I was like, whoa, this dude is Superman.
0: Well, what is what's the show? Um, Tomorrow or something. The Defenders of Tomorrow or some fucking shit. Legends of Tomorrow. Legends, he's in that is uh adam yeah he's adam yeah uh he's superman jason schwartzman um he's been in stuff he does music that's fine and you know list of other people like fucking bill Hader is the voice the voiceover dude uh oh shit i never even really realized that you have cameos from thomas jane and clifton collins yeah thomas jane
1: we all know him as the punisher well uh, i guess nerds kind of
0: he was in hung if you watch HBO and you like Dix. I was great, man. And um, Clefton Collins, who was in uh, Westworld. Yeah. I like Westworld. Always a bit player, too. Yeah. So, loaded cast. And arguably, everyone, this is right before, in my opinion, they kind of got to that next level. So, if you look at, like I think, Captain America, mm-hmm. that came out a year after this, the first Captain America movie no shit so it's like chris evans is probably training for captain america while fucking doing this at one point when i'm sitting there and i'm um, like because i watched it yesterday and i'm sitting there and i'm like yo there's two captains in this fucking movie <laughs> that was literally what i thought and brie larson looks so fucking young and i was just like this is this is fucking great so starting off uh the movie pulls you right in i think um you, you get, there's a very
1: distinctive style, also.
0: Yes. And that's some of the reviews that are on it. Um, and we'll talk about those a little bit. But the, the style in the very beginning, it hits you with. Even the 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 intro when that the tile comes up of mm-hmm. this is from what Universal I think yeah and it was just like eight bit and I was like okay cool and then you meet um you kind of meet the gang you meet knives in the beginning right mm-hmm. and they do the intro song and it's just like all right this is what we're doing and they do this weird shooting like aspect ratio thing yeah. and I'm like all right I'm here it, it kind of just brought back those good moments of I remember this movie when it fucking came out and it was great um, and I feel like. Edgar Wright gets it. He's the director.
1: You know what? Yeah. This is just me. Spin it. But when I watch the movie, I get the feeling of like when I used to watch like movies like um, it's not the same. I know you probably disagree. Yeah, yeah, but like Encino Man and...
0: I've never seen Encino Man. <laughs> what the... Fu- Are you serious? I'm just... Oh, my God. I only have so much time, sir.
1: Oh, my God. Please, can you, can you try? I will. You got to try. But... It, it's like nostalgic a little bit. Mm-hmm. It takes me back to a time like, yo, this movie are a fun to watch. Yeah. Like it's a fun movie to watch.
0: Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm down to do it. So in it, you, you have Edgar Wright and it, his three previous credits were uh, Fistful of Fingers. That was his first uh, thing. He directed, wrote, produced. Right. And then in 2004, Shaun of the Dead. Um, everybody loves that and then Hot Fuzz in 2007 love that one uh, wrote and directed and this was his next attempt of being a writer producer and uh, director in his Scott Pilgrim right Um, now later he he ended up going on to um, be involved he did The World's End that was kind of the the completion of the, the trilogy I think I like that one at least, but yeah. I like I, that one at least as well. Yeah. Um, and it's that finality to it. mm mm-hmm. And he went on to do other cool shit, such as um, he kind of lost the directing gig of uh, for uh, Ant-Man due to just creative differences. Right. But still the writer, still credit as the writer, still credit as the producer, and did uh, Baby Driver, which problematic was, now. But it's problematic, but it's I it's like that movie. a fire movie. That's a
1: good-ass movie.
0: And, you know, he's he's known for that style. Soundtrack is fire. Yes. He's known for style, and he kind of gets it, and it's on display here, and this is kind of him with a budget. So, putting that in context, this movie came out on uh, August 13, 2010, and um, it was released in the UK in August later in August. So, the movie had a budget of $85 million. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Damn, they put that shit to use. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, that's a... Technically, that's a small budget for everything you saw on the screen.
0: Now, I don't know what 85 would be now. 85 million would be now. Like, 85 I'm going to definitely type this yeah, up. Yeah,
1: I mean, I'm just...
0: I'm 85 million in 2020 dollars.
1: I'm surprised. I mean, that feels low to me, but it is a niche type of movie. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I could see how they wouldn't want to throw a bunch of money at it.
0: So, that 85 would be... Uh, it's, it's actually, it's actually would be worth a hundred. No, no. So a little bit of a jump, nothing too mad, nothing too crazy. I can see that. So basically it's giving him an, an, a nice large budget or what have you. Right. Yeah. And you bring it into people. And, and the thing is like, I don't know where Michael Sur was at in his career at the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is post um, super bad and things like that. But in comparison for Edgar Wright, his previous movie, um, Hot Fuzz had a budget of 12 million. Right. So this is a huge like. It's a big leap. jump. That's yeah. like,
1: hey, here's your big boy pants. Yeah. I'm like, figure it out. Let's see you do this.
0: And um, I'm just gonna look at what Michael Sarah was doing right before this, and we'll go into the next thing. So Youth and Revolt Year One. He was coming off of Year One. Year One was a bomb. Um, that was bad. But he, in 2007 was probably his peak year. Um, you had Superbad and Juno. I didn't. I didn't like Juno, man. Popular though. I I don't know why I didn't. I didn't give a shit about it. I, I understood why
1: people liked it. That's the thing I, I get from it. I understood yeah. why people liked it. It just wasn't for me.
0: So this film, uh, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, was considered a box office bomb, but received uh, positive reviews from critics, particularly noting the film's visual style and humor. It eventually garnered a cult following, thus us right. talking about it on a podcast. Uh, it made several uh, top 10 lists and received over 70 awards and nominations. It was shortlisted for the best visual effects category at the 83rd uh, Emmy Awards, Academy Award, rather. Um, Scholarly analysis, it has been widely discussed as a transmedian narrative. Multiple medias, because it looks like a motion comic.
1: Yeah, I can Uh, see that.
0: Also, uh, who would you. We'll talk about it, but just keep this in mind. Just keep Knives Chow in mind when we get to this topic a little bit later. Uh, so, in terms of how it was a box office bomb, the movie made forty-eight million off of that eighty-five million-dollar budget. What what may, what came out that same weekend? You might be asking.
1: Yes, please.
0: Two sharks, Expendables. Oh my god! <laughs> which made thirty-five million opening weekend. Jesus Christ! And Eat Pray Love, which made twenty-five opening I- weekend.
1: Like, when you say that now, honestly, when you say that now, huh? I'm still like, why the fuck did that still, why did it not make any money?
0: Did they not pay for marketing? I think that's may have been what, what happened for... Uh... But
1: it was, so when they revealed the movie, you yeah. know, at Comic-Con or whatever... Wherever, I think it was Comic Con, but it was huge. Like, everyone was like, yo, we want, this is going to be great. Michael
0: Sarr wore the Captain America uh, costume. Did that, was that a precursor when he's talking to like,
1: (laughs) (laughs) it must have been. been. But, you know, when they, when they showed it, everyone was on board. Like, yo, this movie's going to be shit. Like, we're going to watch this. And then when it comes out, like, no one sees it.
0: Uh Michael Saras stated that he felt the film was a tricky one to sell and he didn't know how to convey a movie in a marketing campaign like particularly this movie. And um the poor marketing was blamed for its lack of box office success.
1: There wasn't a bunch of commercials for it. And, yeah. and you know, hey on WWE, Scott you know, Scott Pilgrim, something like that. It wasn't a lot of that.
0: They they had um they had an animated short um on uh I think it was Scott Pilgrim versus the animation and it was on uh, Adult Swim. Uh so yeah, um, and that came out, I think, the day before uh, the movie was yeah, released. I think so. And one of the other things that I had a lot of fun with was that 8-bit game that was on PS3.
1: You know what's funny about a that? It's
0: fun fucking game.
1: It's so funny because, you know, that game has a huge cult following too. Yes. You know, but then they took it off the stores and you can't play it fucking unless you actually whack. downloaded it before. So, it's, you can't ever get it again.
0: I, I still have it. And that, that game came out on, uh, on PlayStation, on PSN. That was August 10th, 2010. So, also another tidbit from a social media standpoint, I feel like if they kind of extended that social media piece, um, I remember when they had the kind of the beginning of the Bitmoji era mm-hmm. when everyone was changing their fucking thing to Scott Pilgrim animation. I know I had mine and it looked nothing like me. I was like, <laughs> do they not have any fat people in Canada? No, apparently not. This is bullshit.
1: So, um, the Except referral- for Michael Moore asking for prescription prices. Oh,
0: he's, well, he's not a he can, lost weight now. He's not Canadian, though. But he lost, but he was asking me. Ah,
1: well. He was in Canada, a fat um, man.
0: The film received extensive coverage, a reunion, and a planned re release um, for 2020. So it's going to be coming back out soon. Um, in May 2020, uh, Edgar Wright announced plans to screen the movie for his 10th anniversary uh, for some time, but COVID. So that's what that is. I would love to go to a 10 year anniversary of the fucking movie because I didn't see it in theaters.
1: I feel like when I, when I did see it in theaters, it was only me and one other person.
0: I would have won what you did. I think we've only gone to see. We've, I think we've gone to see two movies together. I think it was two Predators and Sucker Punch. I don't
1: Punch. know why we wanted to go see. I
0: like Predators. <laughs> Predators wasn't as bad as. Marshall Ali's. That, that's, he's in it, and this is the only yeah. reason. I, fucking, I was like, oh, okay.
1: But Sucker Punch. We tried. I I still don't hate that movie as much as most people. I know. I don't think it's that great, but I didn't hate
0: it. It's a video game.
1: Yeah. It's just like, oh, these are levels.
0: So um, let's see. What else? I I like ambitious
1: filmmaking. I like when they take a chance.
0: So we had that. Um, So in the movie, Scott is in a very animated way, because I think we got to actually add a little sizzle to it. We got to do better than the marketing team is. He's fighting in these very stylized things with Ramona Flowers. So Scott has his girlfriend. Uh, Knives, who's kind of young, yeah, uh, but problematic think, these days. <laughs> but I think she was turning eighteen though.
1: Yeah, I think that was because the, the, because her birthday point. was coming up, mm-hmm.
0: and um, so she's seventeen, she's Asian or what have you, um, and she she and they mentioned that like oh it's an Asian schoolgirl and it's like Scott. You're gross. And it was essentially that. All his
1: friends are just like <laughs> 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 getting on about it. Like, mm.
0: Kieran Culkin is his best friend. Um, what is his? Uh, Wes. Is it William? I thought it was. It sounds like you, you were there. Like William Wells or Wesley Wells? I think it's. I don't know. I'm going to find it because there's a lot I feel of. I like it's Wesley. It's a lot of alliterative names in this movie. Because, uh, I mean, Knives is not. Alliterative, but no. kind of is. His name is Wallace Wells.
1: Yeah, see, so you close Wesley Wallace, close same so name. So
0: Wallace Wells, um, you know his his gay roommate, and that's a running bit. It's like, oh, so you're just doing gay stuff. He's getting a lot of ass in this movie. He's just like
1: and it's it. constant too, all of the time. Wasn't he in a threesome once <laughs> too. That's <Yes. I> <laughs> just like,
0: and it, Scott was in a bed next to him. He's like, oh, dude, <laughs> turn <the> light out. <laughs> uh, so. You have that. So you have Scott kind of being a little bit of a piece of shit. Yeah. He, he has a girlfriend. They're kicking it. They're hanging out. They didn't do anything. So it's not completely gross. Yeah. But also Scott's working through a breakup and all of that shit. And you, you later find out that he dated uh, Brie Lawson's character, um, Natalie uh, Adams, going by Emmy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have that. Then he, at this party with the douche, the douche guy. Hey, man, I feel like the music was a lot better. I think we all know that guy. Yeah. Um we see Ramona Flowers there and she has like the hair and all of that and it kind of had this vibe of maybe lost in translation for a bit. I can see that. And it gets to, you know, him doing this terrible Pac-Man bit that worked with Knives because she's fucking young, right. but it did not land with uh, with uh, Ramona.
1: Basically telling the uh, what the uh, history of Pac-Man kind of where the name comes from.
0: Yeah, it used to be Puckman, but they thought people would deface it and turn the P into an F and it would be yeah. Fuckman or whatever. So eventually uh, he orders something from Amazon and it's Ramona that's delivering it. And then he asks her out and then boom, they start dating from there. Right. And, but he still kind of didn't tell Knives that...
1: No, not at all.
0: And she's like his biggest fan. And I'm like...
1: She likes the band and everything. Yes. She like sits where, you know, it's nobody else in the audience. It's just her.
0: And the bands, they're, they're alright, but they think they suck. Yeah. So, um, what happens? Uh, so, kind of have that in that kind of... I I had those flashbacks that first night when Scott and uh, Ramona are together. Actually, let me me step back a little bit, because this is one of my favorite scenes. Uh, One of my favorite scenes in the movie is uh, kind of when they do the whole delivery or what have you, and he's just like running, trying to run lives, and it just doesn't work. (laughs) It's just not landing. (laughs) <laughs> and I think we have all kind of been there. It's like, ooh, I thought this is gonna be yeah, better.
1: That's like crushing. Like, mm, I don't know, man. Like, Should uh, use that
0: one. Trash. Try better. Try harder next time. Um, <laughs> so that's one of my favorite scenes there, just because she's not feeling it. No. But then eventually she gives him a shot. She and, does. Um,
1: so I guess it's per- it's like he's persistent. Like, right. he paid off.
0: So essentially, in the backdrop is in their re- in, of their relationship is this battle of bands that um, Sex Bomb uh, Scott's band is mm-hmm. in. And that's when the first fight happens at the Which is first... one of
1: my favorite yes Yeah, my favorite parts
0: So who is he fighting?
1: What's his name, uh,
0: Patel? Yes, Matthew Patel yeah. <laughs> Well, well, well You're quite the opponent Pilgrim Who the hell are you anyway? My name is Matthew Patel And I'm Ramona's first Evil Ex-boyfriend <sighs> For what? Describe this fight for me.
1: You don't want me to do it. Please. I think you're better at it than Please. I am. Can't spin it. I can't look. I'm bad at it, my memory's terrible, right, so, so you go.
0: So what happens is uh, this dude has some, I just remembered a
1: big part. Sorry he, to cut you He
0: up. has some psionic powers or some shit, yeah. and it's a lot of Bollywood dancing that's happening. But it's great. It's great. And he looks, he looks like he has eyeliner <laughs> on and dust is flying <laughs> off of him. He dusted his shoulder off at one point. But then he has, like, these fucking, like... Or bitches behind him or something, yeah. which looks like it's directly out of the game. By the way, yes, yes, it does. Or the game takes from that, and I think they do the great video game when he beats them and he punches them and it's like K-O-O-O. KO, oh, oh, it's like Street Fighter. Yes,
1: yeah. So you get the big KO on the screen, and then he's like, you know, is that the one where he grabs the new life?
0: No, no, no that's, that's later.
1: later on. That's later on. I'm, I'm trying to think. So,
0: so I feel like. They they get it. They they're doing all the fight stuff, and for some reason, everyone in Canada knows martial arts <laughs> because he's just kicking the shit out of him. Yeah. i was like, what are these Muay Thai, sir? I'm like looking for the stunt man, and I was like, yeah, okay, good for you. Um, so we kind of move to um, who was the next fight? I don't remember who the next fight was.
1: Sometimes, like after not seeing it for a long time, it kind of meshes, it, it melts together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do know. Chris Evans was a big one
0: for me. Yes. Uh so Brandon Row. So from from there, um Scott breaks up with knives. Mm-hmm. Um who who he kinda blames Ramona for. And Knives is is doing her best uh to try to be exactly what he thinks what she did yeah. Scott wants. She dyed her hair and she all that. She dyed her shit. hair the same color as um as uh Ramona. So he he beat. Um, so for the next few fights, my second favorite fight. You know what my second favorite fight was? If it's it's the vegan. No, it's my it's my favorite fight. My, so this is my favorite fight. It's the second fight, and that's Lucas Lee. Lucas Lee is Scott Evans, and it's on a movie set, and he has the stunt guys and all of this shit. And he his eyebrows are working overtime. He's just being an asshole the entire time, right?
1: Can you scruff his voice up a little bit? Yes, yeah, so what are you gonna do? I'm yeah. to I was like,
0: what? You
1: know, yeah. getting get blazed with the homies. So he's like, oh shit.
0: She dated him and uh and Wallace is trying to get familiar with him too, because he got a little bit of a crush on him. So Scott couldn't really beat him per se, he just outsmarted smarter. Yeah. He challenged him at his ego because uh Lucas is, is also a, a world champion skateboarder or something. Mm-hmm. So he skates this really gnarly rail and he's just like just showing out on it, but he picks up a little bit too much speed and then he just eats it and it blows up. <laughs> and every time Scott beats one of these uh these X's, you get coins like a video game. You see like a bunch of fucking coins. So from there, we get um we, we run into the Brie Lawson character, who's the lead of this uh, band, uh, the, Clash of mm-hmm. the Clash of Demon Head. And The Clash of Demonhead, they are doing a secret show, and they invited um, Sex bob to be the opener, I believe. Yeah. So that's true. So, they do that whole thing, and they kind of get shitted on a little bit. Yeah. 100%. And then, you know, like, uh, Ramona's like, yeah, that's uh, Todd. And Scott's like Todd, yeah, that's Todd, the guy that left me, <laughs> left that my girl left me for. Yeah. And it's like both of them. Todd Todd's getting everything. Todd's a wild dude. So it turns out both of them, both of their exes are members of uh, Clash of Demonhead. So eventually, what happens? Um, they're just kind of they're invited to the back after they perform and do their thing, right? Um, Sex Bomb is invited to the back to hang out with the Clash of Demonhead, and. Um, I think, <laughs> yes. So Knives comes back there with them. She's just like mm-hmm. out there clouting it up and she's kind of hanging with, um, what's his name? Young, uh, uh young Neil.
1: Young Neil's great to try to make, uh, <laughs> like
0: to try to make Scott jealous. And so she's just sitting there and she says something. She interrupts, uh, envy one too many times. And Todd, played by uh, Brandon Roth punches her so hard that her highlights <laughs> fly out. <laughs> it's so her blue hair is now black again. Yeah, it's fucked up. And I'm like, yo, he's a piece of shit. But he he's like, I had a girl give a shit. <laughs> I was like, whoa. <laughs> so, eventually, he and uh, Scott got a fight. They're going to fight. Yeah. He's one of the evil exes. So, they set up the fight. They do that whole thing. And you learn that Todd has these uh, telekinesis powers and what have you. And it's because he's better than everyone because he's a vegan. <laughs> you know being a vegan is gives is powers,
1: which is fucking perfect by the way
0: he's levitating his hair is always up his eyes go white
1: he's kind of going like super saiyan a little bit Yeah, like super vegan yeah it's, it's <laughs> fucking great
0: so at one, at one point he punches scott so high that he goes into the atmosphere and comes back down <laughs> I partake not in the meat nor the breast milk nor the ovum of any creature with a face
1: short answer being vegan just makes you better than most people
0: bingo <laughs> And um,
1: the, it's a very animated movie
0: by yes. the way. He tries to do a base off because uh, apparently Todd's a bases as well, and Scott's a bases. so they're doing a whole base battle. And Scott is kind of winning, and then he kind of loses, and then he uh, Todd uses the base such so powerful that it just blows Scott through a wall. Mm-hmm. And the way he beats Todd is he outsmarts him. He, you know, Todd can read your mind because he has these psychic abilities and he has two cups. He's like, man, so let's celebrate to you defeating me or whatever. And he pulls out two cups of coffee. Yeah. And he says, uh, one has soy milk and the other one has natural milk in it. And (laughs) he hands it to him. He's like, I'll take the soy. And he's like, oh, great! And he drinks it, and he's like, you just drank regular milk. <laughs> and uh he's like, no, I didn't. He's like, you did. He's like, I would have known. He's like, I thought really hard about putting the soy in it. It's so
1: ridiculous. Yes, it's so ridiculous. The whole scene's ridiculous.
0: Then from there, the uh the vegan uh police, played by Thomas Jane and Clifton Collins, but the come
1: way in, they come in is just like it's
0: ridiculous. This is what, and they, they they go through all of his charges. It's like yeah. this is not his first anti-vegan. Like
1: well, you have multiple charges. Yes,
0: and he has the greatest line. He's just like. Chicken Palm's not vegan. <laughs> it's got cheese it's like and meat. It's got cheese meat <laughs> right. and egg. Motherfucker. So next. Oh, it's
1: such a great movie.
0: The next one is, uh, kind of gets confronted by, um, Roxy.
1: That's Mama.
0: the Lesbian ninja and. um, uh Ramona keeps saying my exes. Not ex not ex-boyfriends, but my exes. Yeah. And just kind of making a point, it's kind of a martial arts fight, and uh, Ramona kind of defends because you're not supposed to hit a girl. And and he says this, and she's yeah. like, Well, you need to. But then it's kind of that one scene where it's like, Yeah, just tickle the back of her knee. <laughs> oh, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. remember that part. And I think like Roxy she tries like, to oh. ex kick over, and she she was like, You'll never be able to do this! <laughs> and then she just turns the coins. Next up, we, next up we have um, the uh, we have the the twins. Mm-hmm. We have uh, this is five and six Evil X five and six. We have the twins, and this is um, the penultimate round of the Battle of the Bands. Yeah, and they're fire. They have like a double dragon thing going yep. on. so it's uh, Kyle and Ken uh, Katanyagi.
1: Close. You're close. close. You're close.
0: Um. So they they win or what have you. They have this weird gorilla versus double dragon yeah. off. It's and like a
1: Godzilla versus King Kong thing.
0: And it goes well. And this is the point where, um, I believe they say uh, this is where Scott earns the extra life. Mm-hmm. So. In the crowd, um, we have Mr. G, who's been there the whole time. Mr. G is the guy that's running this battle of the bands, and pretty much the winner gets a contract. Right. Mr. G turns out to be one of her exes, the seven X, uh, Gideon. Gideon Graves. Another alliterative name. Um, she decides to break up. Um, Ramona decides to break up with Scott, go back to Gideon, and then Gideon subsequently signs Sex bomb to a contract. Scott doesn't want that. So young Neil says, I'll take the spot. And they all <laughs> sign and they go and Scott goes back to um, goes back home with the, to see Wallace. And then eventually he's like, no, I'm going to get my girl back. Fuck this. So he goes there and then they have the big showdown. So that's where we're at. We're at the chaos theater for the big showdown. I'm, I am mad. might remember most of these names, do you? Uh,
1: You're doing way better than I am.
0: Sex bomb is playing, um, and they're just no energy. It's like, we're Sex bomb, and we're selling out for stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo. So um, Scott wants to win Ramona back. So he earns uh, the power of love, and he pulls a sword out of his yeah. chest that he fights all of these henchmen for Gideon's with. So we,
1: is that you, the scene where they all turn the coins, too? They do. Yeah.
0: So And they reshot. They use that scene again, too. Um mm-hmm. So Scott gets into the uh, battle with Gideon, and Scott eventually loses. Scott gets killed, but Scott earned a life. <laughs> so Scott goes there, same rundown. He gets back there again, and he earns a new sword, because he's not doing this to win back Ramona. He's doing this for himself. He earns the power of self-respect. It's a different sword.
1: Did, did it say it on the screen, too? It did, yeah. <laughs> it's just great.
0: So he he, he, he beats up um, fucking um, Gideon. And getting just, what, one million coins or some yeah. wild shit? And at one point, they have the the dual battle with him and Knives. They're fighting Gideon. And Knives wants to take out Ramona because she's still blaming her. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Scott eventually apologizes to both of them. Yeah. Because he was a piece of shit. He and was. And they kind of wrap up the fight. And it's kind of this thing where, uh, and it's in the game. Scott has to fight himself, so he's fighting Nega Scott, and then they just end up being boys. <laughs> <laughs> that's so ridiculous. So, it kind of concludes on this scene where you think it's going to be shitty. Yeah. So, Ramona has decided to leave. She's Ramona run, runs away from relationships, um, and that's, the I guess, the thing that we get from all of these yeah. previous exes. And, you know, she will give the story about each ex. Yeah, we dated for a couple of days and left. And not really relationships, but still. Um, she's kind of ghosting people on real yeah, life. The
1: funny thing is like they're so jaded by <laughs> being with her.
0: Yeah. Like, and Gideon oh, set up, fight. And Gideon set up all of that shit, by yeah, the way. He did. You know, he was in a dark place, as he said. <laughs> I was in a dark place when I came up with the league.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good, man. I think uh everybody should see this movie.
0: So what was the final scene though? So the final scene, uh you know, knives is kinda taking it well to be as young as she is. Yeah, and she's like, you, the, and they, Ramona can see that they're clicking. They probably should be together, right? Um, and Ramona's like headed out, and Scott wants to leave with her, and Ramona's like, "Well, I'm just gonna go and figure out something and go somewhere else or whatever." And Scott was like, "How about I go with you?" And that's how the movie leaves. They go. They both go through one of these doors. Yeah, and and I guess the doors are a portal to a different place, right? And that's how the movie ends. Happily, Ever I think after, that yeah. was
1: the that was the part I didn't like. Say more. I don't. It just seemed cliffhangerish to me. Or cliche. Like I had to have a happy ending. Cliché yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, after all this, you know, very inventive bullshit, I just watch. Now you come with, with the regular. Oh, like, I don't it, want the regular.
0: But in a video game, but those types of games, those eight big games, you get the princess at True. True. Okay. All right. I see what you mean. But I respect it.
1: So, so Still a great movie. I mean, I love it.
0: Let's let's see where the... Um, so, a bunch of the Easter eggs in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Fantastic Four. There's some uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Scott's initials. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do we have in here? The Triforce. Uh, there's a bunch of shit in there, man.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of video game reference shit, a lot of everything.
0: I'm trying to find the reviews. Um, so, I want to see what the... So, okay. Here's the reviews. Rotten Tomato gave it what are you going to go with? What percentage are you going to give if Rotten Tomatoes gave it? 75. 82. Well, that oh, that's close. pretty high. Um, with an average score of 7, 7.5 out of, uh, 7. 5 out of 10. The website consensus reads, the script may not, may not be as dazzling as its eye-popping visuals, but Scott, Scott Pilgrim was a fast, funny, and inventive flick. Um, got an average score on Metacritic of a 69, generally favorable. Cinema uh, score gave it an A-. minus.
1: I do think it didn't waste time,
0: but it was almost two hours,
1: but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it didn't, I didn't feel like it wasted my time at any point.
0: I feel like I could have trimmed out a few minutes here and there, but it's still probably an hour, 40 minutes. Right. Um. You may, you may be able to have dropped one of the Wallace scenes or what have you though. I like the Wallace scenes, but you may be able to drop yeah. one of them. Um. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and it's considered the to be the best video game movie ever, despite it being a comic book movie.
1: Sorry, bro. Uh, I gotta say this. Get spin it. The best video game movie ever. Hmm? It's because it holds a close part of my heart. It hmm. got me Mortal Kombat 1.
0: You're ridiculous.
1: This no, you don't understand though. Yep. You don't understand. Right. I went to the movie theater with my dad to see this. He beow, took beow. my brother and he's a karate, he's a black belt, so he was like super excited. And he embarrassed the fuck out of us. We should talk about that because you know
0: that's the twenty fifth anniversary this year for that movie.
1: Oh my god, really? Yeah. See, I remember every part of that fucking movie. That's yeah, we should different. talk about
0: that. Um, Jesus Christ. So, but Scott Pilgrim, second, I give it that. So, in a negative review, which is kind of shitty, um, anyone over twenty five is likely to find the film exhausting, like playing chaperone at a party full of oversexed college kids. Mm. that's how I feel I'm watching American Pie not Scott Pilgrim yeah but also American Pie came out 20 plus years ago yeah too.
1: but certain movies should make yeah. you feel like that though if you've grown in any way
0: and also we're the audience I was 25 at the time and you were in your earlier 20s so yeah, yeah it's fine whatever go fuck yourself um, <laughs> uh, let's see uh, Sarah's performance was criticized saying his comic Tobin is impeccable but he finally played a Wally Wolf he's played a, he's he was tight cast he felt that he was typecast, but I don't see anybody and, else. And Scott?
1: Yeah. He's typecast in Scott? Yeah. No, I don't think so.
0: But I don't see anybody else playing Scott. Like, who would you recast? How would you, who would you put in that role?
1: I don't know. Every, every motherfucker would put Tom Holland in every role now. Well,
0: Tom Holland is a fucking Yeah, child.
1: he's a fucking child. But, but I'm
0: talking about this. These are reviews when the movie came out. Right.
1: But so. I don't know. I don't know. I only see Michael, not Jesse Eisenberg. No. I mean, you can say they're the same type of.
0: In Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, that doesn't work. I, I'm fine with Scott. I'm, yeah. I'm fine with I'm good
1: Michael, with Michael Sarah. Sarah.
0: Yeah, but they just said he played it too many times. Uh, that no,
1: time really, earlier. I don't, I don't get that at all.
0: Yeah, I, I guess I, I don't know. Maybe just
1: I mean you can see the story. awkward. Maybe the awkward. You know that weird guy kind of character, but Scott wasn't really that awkward. He was kind of. He was pretty. More, he was more confident. He was more he re- a. kind of a dick. Yeah, man. so that's what I'm saying. It's not a type character. That person's fucking wrong. I hear people wrong. Like they don't. That.
0: They don't get it um sussy um the the popular response after seeing the film in a test screening american director kevin smith was so impressed by it he said that this it's spellbinding and no one's going to understand what the fuck just hit them adding edgar wright is bringing this comic book to life which i totally agree with yeah um fellow directors such as quentin tarantino and jason uh, reitman were really into it um they they just dug in and even um the um notable people from the video game, film and anime industry, uh when the film premiered there, uh Hironobu, Sakaguchi, Gochi uh, that's Suda. The f-
1: that's the uh Final Fantasy composer.
0: Uh Miki Miz- Mizuno, Tomohiko Ito, and Takio Nakano, they all dug the film. They all dug the film. So
1: it's just the, it's it's a visual feast for how much it was actually made for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like and it wasn't like wasteful or like shitty graphics yeah
0: here's here's the other thing the movie's still resonating or at least the uh the language there still resonating even to this day you may not fuck with this artist but the cover art for and the name of two of his uh albums little uzi bird yeah yeah
1: yeah that's a weird nigga
0: but (laughs) but yeah but yeah he has a single called scott and ramona yes so there you go. Is is it it hit who is supposed to hit?
1: He's such a tiny man.
0: What you're on him by price. No,
1: size. don't you fucking do it. You're in him price. Don't size. you do it. No, we're not.
0: Just because you're built like a running back. No.
1: <laughs> First of all, that nigga's like five three. Alright. Okay? Go Let's on. be clear. I'm listening. I'm not
0: 5'3". Okay, 5 five. Fine. I'm not 5'5". Five, 5'7". Five. Five, yes.
1: Jesus. You're gonna get the two inches and that sounds wrong. Crazy. That sounds wrong.
0: <laughs> so all right, so let's see. Let's let's get into some of the topics I have. Uh we mm-hmm. this whole rundown again, as as Torin said, you should check it out. It's yes, worth your it's please. worth your interest. It's worth your time. It's very fun. It, it's a great time. Watch it with friends.
1: Um, it it's well, probably is a great like friend watch movie. Like with a bunch of people chilling, laughing, shit. Absolutely. Probably one of them.
0: So, um, as I said earlier, and I think you said we already touched on one of these. We had our favorite fight. So let's just refresh it. Your Mm -hmm. favorite fight was who was um, Matthew Patel? Yeah. First, very first big fight. And my favorite fight was um, Lucas Lee. Hey,
1: I'm talking to you, Scott Pilgrim. He's famous and he talked to me. The only thing keeping me and her apart is the two minutes it's going to take to kick your ass.
0: Can I have have you? But I give um, that was the second fight. But I give credence to the twin fight, although brief and they didn't really talk. But it's just double dragon. It's yeah, just, it's that's just a, that's all the those. I was of like, is. "Yo, all of my Japanese shit's right here." <laughs> um, what did Scott? What did his fuck boyery? Because he's a little bit of a fuck boy.
1: What Especially did, when he did knives. Yeah, you don't do that. that's the biggest part for me.
0: What do what what lessons do you think? What, what lessons do you get? Like what not to do? Pretty much what
1: not to do to a person. Mm-hmm. And also, don't chase people. I would never chase a person like he did with uh-huh. mona uh-huh that sounds terrible uh-huh but yeah i wouldn't do that either
0: i i learned a lesson from uh the the lead in uh sex Bomb. i want to get uh, scott stills i believe his name is mm-hmm. um steven stills i learned the lesson here what's that when you're in a talent <laughs> sometimes you have a little panic <laughs> and i need someone to slap me and just say look motherfucker <laughs> how many times has scott slapped this dude <laughs> I tell you A couple times. Yes, he's like, get yeah. it together. If I've got it together, you need to get it together. I was like, whoa. Um, wh- what is your funniest scene in the movie? Like, what? Like, every time you see it, because I don't know how many times oh, you watched man. it. I've only watched it. Uh, I've seen it a bunch of times. I've only seen but it four now times. It's
1: been so long since I've seen it those billion <laughs> times. Mm-hmm. I couldn't really. All, my, the one scene that pops out every time is when, like, Kim Pines puts the, like, fake gun to her head. Yes. Like, that's my it's favorite. It, and it's in the trailer. And the, and the graphics just... Yeah, it's like, boom. Like, or anything that's, like, very action-packed, you get the whole... It just takes me back to, like, the old Adam West Batman. Yeah. Like, when he punches people, and they're like, bam, wow. Like the appears. Yeah, it's fucking great, man. Like, all that is just my favorite.
0: One thing that makes me laugh is how douchey Gideon Graves is. When he's like, sorry, prayer hands, and he's in the car, and I was like, I hate this dude. He's such a douche. And, uh, just everything that Chris, that Chris Pratt, you know, not Chris Pratt, Chris Evans says, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, I want to get smoked with the fellas. I mean, that shit is great, because he's such a douchey actor. Um, he was just on one, and like the first time I saw him in something was a comedy. It was uh, not another teenage movie.
1: Yeah, I forgot he was. Yeah, he wasn't that.
0: He's been Captain America for so long that you forget that he actually has comedian comedic chops. Yeah, and that's what his thing was. And also, you look at it; he was kind of like still young. He was like twenty nine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, what else? What else? What else? We have there. Any other thoughts that you have on the movie? Um, who um, who, who whose career has had the uh, biggest bump since the movie? Who who wins the movie? He the MVP. Who,
1: so the MVP that. of the movies. Career wise Yeah Is between Chris Evans Okay And Brie Larson It has to be
0: Yeah Like look at what they are now Brie Larson has critical acclaim and has an Oscar
1: Yeah Like shit like that Chris Evans is huge Like Captain America Like come on Avengers all that
0: Now at the movie Now who won Like I guess Who won the movie Who like this is a rip off From the rewatchables But who Was like right, this is your Seminal thing When I think of you I think of this movie it's only two answers, possibly.
1: See, when, you, when you, you fuck me up when you're like young Neil, because I forgot all about that character. That's a great character, right? Huh? I like him. I like him. I like Knives. But it's probably, I don't know. I'm, I'm like one of them suckers who like the main characters all the time. Okay. Like, I'm the guy who likes Leonardo from the Ninja Turtles. When oh, everybody likes. Boo. See? See? I like Cyclops from X-Men. Boo! You see
0: what I'm saying? Like, I'm that person. I, I, I'm like, me and Rudy always joke about it. We're both two different Turtles. Rudy's just one. Rudy's a straight Michelangelo. (laughs) 100%. I'm between Leo and Raphael, which is a motherfucker, isn't it? Yes. I can see that. And uh, your boy Dan, he's a hard Donatello. Yeah. Yeah. I can see you as being a Leo, not Leonardo.
1: I could probably be Leo or Donnie. Yeah. I couldn't be Mike or Raphael.
0: Specifically Mike. It's wild. Martin, yeah, it's just like all the way. Rudy's just Mike with responsibilities. so <laughs> Also, one of
1: my favorite games: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, t- Mutants in Time, or Turtles in Time.
0: So, to the question, best game. To the question. So, who? Who? So, Scott Pilgrim is your guy? I mean, uh, is Michael Sir?
1: Uh, it's got to be yeah, Kim Pine. You, her you
0: like her. That's, that's I
1: like her, man. Like, I, I think her character is great. It's oh. like emotionless when they ever ask her a question. And she's kind of like really sarcastic and yes. dickish.
0: It's so, perfect. All right. We're going to treat it like we'll treat it. We'll, we'll answer it this way because I think you have your two answers. Yeah. You you have your MVP and your offensive player. That's the way we're going to look. Okay, at. Okay. Right, I'll go with that. So Kim is your offensive player and Scott yes. is your. So, okay. Yeah. Got it. Um, I'm going to go a little left. I'm going to go defense because we got to go defense. Okay. Um, my, my, so my MVP, my league MVP for Scott Pilgrim, this is a ripoff of the rewatchable so much, but it's going to be Edgar Wright.
1: I can see why you say that. Cause that vision is a vision. That's a hell of a, it's vision. a vision. I don't know how, you know, how animated we might be or people like yeah. that. We might know if we could ever come up with anything like that.
0: Yeah. And, and one can even, it's, it's
1: kind of. I don't like to say perfect, but it's pretty fucking close to like... It's a very yeah. satisfying yeah.
0: version of Because it's not like when someone thinks of a comic book movie, now question, and before I get to my defensive MVP, if that movie came out five years later, do you think it would have been better received? Yes and no. Explain both Because sides.
1: it's still so far from what we see in like a comic book movie. It still does not look like you know the Avengers or anything like that, or Captain America. It's still very niche. It's, like it's still in that vein.
0: It's in the vein of Ghost Town. Yeah. yeah. Now I think I, I think it. I think it. It would have fared better. It would have made more money. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but it wouldn't have been like, way huge, a big smash or anything like that.
0: It still would have lost money. Like it would have cost about a hundred million. It would have mm-hmm. made. Uh, you would have some different people in it.
1: Yeah. Um they kind of built the movie to fail the the, the studio kind of built it to fail though yeah. the non-marketing part of it.
0: But I think the DVD sales are fine.
1: Yeah, of course it's a fucking great movie.
0: So uh I and also, you know what 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 also helped it? Pops. Pops? Funko Pops? I thought you was like John Witherspoon. Oh, shit, I was no like, Funko Funko. I was like, Pop- John any, any black man's father. So so Funko Pops, I think, would have helped that movie in from yeah. a marketing standpoint, and you would have had you no know, other conventions that have come up that would have helped that movie succeed. I think, because um, pretty much, probably in 2010, you didn't have, to my to my understanding, the same degree of conventions as yeah. you have had in recent years.
1: Yeah. So it's just a huge now. It's like normal regular people going, not just normal. the crowd.
0: Just normal is going.
1: I'm not saying that. Huh? Not just the normal
0: crowd that they have. So, who's my defensive MVP, you might be asking?
1: Don't say Chris Evans' character.
0: No, no, no. It's Ramona. Really? She's, she's going to be attached to that role more than any other thing she's been in.
1: I mean, people like her in Birds of Prey. And that, When you said that she was in Birds she's, of Prey, she's good in Birds people of liked Prey. her in Birds of Prey.
0: But you know that thing when someone doesn't know the actor, but they say they played this? Yeah. They're not going to say she was hunters, They're going to say she's Ramona Flowers. For the people that have seen it. And they're, they're kind of the same she, audiences, too. She's
1: like the... I hate to say it this way. But I don't like her character that much in the movie. I think she's more of a... But
0: she's not a likable character.
1: Right. I'm saying she's... I, I guess that's what they want to come across a little bit, too. But she's like very a device for Scott. She's a divisive character, yeah. Yeah, that's all she's like. Oh, this is his his drive to keep going. But she's,
0: she's not as... She's um, not
1: useless to anything like that. I'm just... just yeah, I mean, fooled. her fight
0: seems kind of great, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. She's not... And she pulled this weird hammer. Uh, she's not... Um, Zoe Deschanel from Father Days of Summer. No. Because she was just terrible.
1: So... you love that movie. Fuck that movie.
0: Uh, <laughs> so, any final thoughts, sir? Um, any final thoughts about Scott Pilgrim versus the world?
1: Yeah. Shame on... All of you that's our age that didn't go see it. our Faces. Um, you should try to watch it.
0: It's on Netflix. Period.
1: Just, just, just watch it. Yeah. If you don't like it, there's probably something wrong with you. You're probably a loser. I'm just going to see it. You don't get it. No, you just don't understand. Your tiny peanut brain <laughs>
0: you're, you're probably, will not allow
1: you you're to understand in a the band. greatness.
0: You're probably in a band with Crash and the Boys. You got to watch yeah. that movie to get the reference. It's so sad. Uh huh. It's so sad. We got we got this song right here called "We Hate You." <laughs> hey, you, guy, talking to us, <laughs> boom, doom doom doo, <laughs> and then they were good, actually. <laughs> Fuck, they really liked them. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, and one of the lessons I forgot to mention that I learned from Scott. Mm-hmm. Actually, I learned it from Ramona. Bread makes you fat. Bread makes you fat. That fucking movie
1: it's and such a great movie man but the thing
0: is I didn't watch it initially because I had fear I had fucking fear that it was going to fall short of my expectations why and it's over there somewhere by the way um, it was going to fall short of my expectations so there's a stack of movies that I'm I, like, was, I, I, I know I'm going to like it and I'm not going to watch it
1: I yet. was never so sure about watching something and knowing I was going to like it before this movie. So I saw the trailer and I saw everything
0: about it. And I'm, like, I'm going to like this movie. So immediately, if this movie was a draft pick and you're being Mel Kiper, you got your hair slicked back and shit. And you're saying, you know, this is a five star recruiting. <laughs> I don't know whose career it would be. It it might it might be. It might be Mark Ingram. It's not a oh. it's not a 10. It's not a 10,000 yard rusher yet. Does he
1: have a Super Bowl ring?
0: He does. Think. He does. Yeah,
1: see, OK, I, I'll take that's fine. I think,
0: I think he has. No, he does not. Shit, yeah, he
1: wasn't on yeah, the team yet. yeah, he wasn't yet. on the team yeah. yet.
0: So, but a good career, yeah. But kind of, you know, Heisman Trophy winner. I don't think he underachieved. He's like didn't have the best marketing. True, the offensive coordinators. Right? <laughs> she brought it back to football. Yeah, you got damn right. This is this is what I do. I'm a goddamn podcast wizard. So there you have it. Again, um, as, as Torrance said, to echo his sentiment. Go watch it. It's out there. It's in its tenth year. Um, so I'm sure there's going to be a collector's edition that comes out um, very soon. That's going to be really good, and it's going to have a lot of extras in there. There's a bunch of bonus stuff in yeah. there. Um,
1: if you can find somebody who has the uh, PS3 game or that uh, that game, you know, so yes, play it.
0: Fucking. Ill. You know what?
1: You know, just play all of those beat 'em up, those side school to beat 'em ups. You didn't, just you play didn't play hear this from them.
0: me. You didn't hear this from me on this podcast at all. But get a tour browser right. It just said legally download that game from somewhere. <laughs> it was a free game, so technically you're not doing anything wrong. Am I right? It was a free game, right? It was free. So ain't got anybody got something to say eat a Dick, but you can find it online <laughs> and you can enjoy that replay value. I I think I played like five times. I mean, like, like good. all the way through.
1: It's a very fun game.
0: It's a very fun game. Um, so yeah. Um, socials or any final words before we wrap um, this up?
1: Social. I don't, I never remember my shit, man. I'm not on social media. Torn F, tonight. something else. Torn Matthews underscore F. I feel like that's I a fu- trigger. It's because I fucked up. Like, <laughs> that's literally why I said literally. the same way because I, I I don't know. I literally is a trigger. I couldn't change it.
0: I would say to be, it's like when someone's being activated as a sleeper, so I'm like, Torn Matthews. Yeah, it's Torn out. <laughs> <It's> because <laughs> I don't remember. And, um, you know, check for all of our podcasts Um, at mtr podcast on the tweets and on the gram and on facebook um yeah we got a twitch account out there i reached i restreamed the old episodes check them out they're worth a listen and um for torn i'm rob lee saying uh don't be like crashing the boys this was a one shot on scott pilgrim let me make the stasis mama mama serpentine. i got a breath for liza and my body's sweet